so I am out of milk. That might be the most useless piece of information you've probably gathered this week, but I'm out of milk. And I can't necessarily drive to the supermarket because I don't have my car. So ding, ding, ding. I was supposed to get it the day after last week's episode or after I recorded it anyway. So I still don't have my car. And this week's basically done. And I could walk to the supermarkets. I really could because I've done it before and I don't mind walking. But I'm really, I've had a day. I've done a lot of work today. So I just really can't think past getting in the shower and just making some food or getting some food and just lying in bed and watching some TV. Or doing something productive. Well, actually, watching TV. So, like, I don't know why I tried to say doing something productive. Like, I'm that person who, like, you know, has a coloring book and, like, a puzzle book. I do have a puzzle book. Because I wanted to be one of those people who, like, does Sudoku and stuff. But I'm just going to watch TV and catch up on my shows. But I'm out of milk. (laughs) I'm really upset. I just finished a bowl of cereal. And... I I kind of had to... I don't know why I thought I could eyeball it because last time I, you know, used my carton of milk, I just thought, okay, I'm, this is going to be enough for, like, the next two times I'm going to use it. So I poured it in the bowl and I poured my cereal. I, I mean, I, yes, I poured my cereal before my milk. Okay. Okay, I, I really wouldn't say I pour it, but, I mean, I just do whichever one's convenient at the time. So it really doesn't matter at this point. But, Yeah. I'm out and I'm upset, but you know, at the same time, I don't have my car and it's been a what it's been like for time, so the whole situation is just very upsetting. I I, I should say, but I mean, here we are. It, it's what it is. But I've been listening to this podcast and, you know, it's quite interesting. I I don't know why it took me listening to this podcast to kind of adapt this lifestyle. I should say, but have you guys ever considered? Or do you guys do this? Maybe I'm not new. So I'm probably new to the group. But like sweeping or spot sweeping your room and cleaning your room every day. So for me, when I think of cleaning my room, I think of like a whole deep clean and like wiping down and everything. But I realized that, okay, let's just say cleaning up after yourself every day. So I realized that like every time I go home from work or I go out anywhere, I don't really go anywhere. But so let's just, when I get back from work, and, you know, I step out of my room and I do everything I need to do. Before I, like, lay down, I, like, recently have just started, like, spot sweeping. And if I put, like... Because I don't have canisters right now. I don't necessarily need them, I should say. But anytime, like, my water bottle, like, leaks, like... Well, not leaks, but, like, you know... um, What's that? Is it perspires water? When, like, the water, like, is so cold, like, there's water on the outside. Is it perspiration or... Anyway, when there's water on my side table... Or, you know, whatever the case might be, or some grease or something. I just clean up after myself instead of, like... Because I have this habit where I tend to say, yeah, I'll just wait till Saturday when I'm going to, like, change my sheets to do a whole deep clean. And it's been very convenient for me. Because on, on the same breath as well, I've started... So I'm one of the people... I'm one of those people who... I don't necessarily like to come back from work and then lay in my bed in my work clothes... Now, I do this sometimes, but unless I'm very, very tired. So I would come back from work and I would just like... Okay, so the thing is, it's, I, I don't know if it's a mental thing for me, right? I really don't know if it's a mental thing for me. But basically, when I get back from work, 
I have it in my mind that the moment I shower, I can't get anything else productive done. I'm going to fall asleep. And I've just realized that like I need to stop taking naps. So I actually took a nap yesterday and I couldn't go to bed till 2 a.m. But then when I woke up for work in the morning, I hated myself. So that's like, a, you know, it, the ends did not justify the means or however you say it. If you know what I mean. So what was I talking about? I was talking about what coming back and cleaning. So anyway, yeah. So I don't like staying on my bed when, you know, I have outside clothes on. So I have recently started using my couch more. And it's very, very fulfilling. So I haven't really... I could count the amount of times I've sat on my couch since I've moved to my own place. And the couch is always here. I mean, I put my books... Well, my book on the couch, I have, like, you know... Like, I have it all set up. Like, I, you know, bought cushion pillows and I bought a throw um, cloth and everything designed the couch and I thought you know why not use it so I'm in a very very comfortable position right now it's a very very soft couch I should say um actually too soft I'm too fluffy I should check underneath in case something like slid into the cracks but I'm sitting on my couch I'm um this very very black and heavy um blanket that I got from I don't know where I got it from probably Target or Walmart I, I, I don't know and I'm just like curled up because it's raining and my room is cold and in the same breath of cleaning as well I cleaned my fan out so like a week ago my fan was on and because I broke the control thingy that can control like how if you want it on three two one so I don't know what number it's on now but I, I just couldn't feel the you know the wind so the next day I took out the fan and I just like literally like hosed it down and like brushed off the dust and everything and let me tell you guys something i walked in and my room is cold and it's a bit like under the weather outside because it's raining so the whole vibe is really good i'm just happy i don't really have much work to do today so i can really not feel guilty for laying in bed if you know what i mean but basically i'm on my couch and you know what i i i've always felt guilty i should say of not really talking about how well not guilty not guilty that's not the word but I've just always tried to form or pretend like I was recording in the studio for some reason. I mean, I think it was obvious that I wasn't. But I suddenly I am comfortable saying how comfortable I am recording from the comfort of my home. And just being able to chat with you, with you guys and talk and everything. Because with the podcast, I didn't want to get tired of doing it and i think it's the same thing with how because i used to do everything on my bed i would record on my bed do homework on my bed um watch tv on my bed eat well not eat on my bed really no not not that (laughs) but everything else on my bed right but now that i'm adapting to this couch i've realized that i really just like being on my bed when i really just want to sleep or not even take a nap because now i take naps on the couch so you know when you like sleep somewhere you don't really sleep you don't get too comfortable to where you have to you know you don't get too comfortable, so you're going to wake up eventually for whenever you plan. If you have an alarm or your body just wakes you up and is like tired of being in a particular position. So, you know, that's what's been, that, that's just how I've, I've kind of changed everything and like upped my comfort zone, I should say, and just like moved everything around. So, I think I'm really, I'm really, really happy about that. But I, you know what's been on my mind lately? Time. 
Time is a funny thing, you know. So I've been, I've, I mean, in the past week, I've watched a couple of things that have made me question time in a way, or science, I should say. So there's this movie on Netflix. Take this as a plug, as you, might, you know, if you might. But there's this movie on Netflix called Age of Adeline, and it has. Um, initially, I watched it because it has Blake Lively, who's just beautiful. And here, this guy's. I, I mean, this is not going to be a spoiler. I'm just going to give the synopsis of the movie. This movie is about this lady who couldn't age. So she was from, like, like I think the 1800s. And one day she was driving to her daughter and she got in a crash. And then, you know, um, electricity... Well, th- no, what's it called? Is it thunder? No, not thunder. Um, lightning struck the car. And it, it was some weird scientific fact that he mentioned, basically. Basically, what happened was her heart rate stopped. But the lightning struck at the right time and it's, you know, pumping her heartbeats again. But it's in the same, you know, length as well, slowed down some other forms of, like, growth in her cells or something. And I thought it was something they made up for the movie. So I looked it up and everything. I can't remember the name of Fortunately. But if you watch the movie, you know what I'm talking about, then that just makes it a lot easier. And, you know, when I looked it up, I saw, like, Reddit forums. And look, you know, Reddit is a dark, Reddit is a dark place, dark, dark place. But, you know, I saw people talking about her. You know, I, I was curious to find out if this was true. And, you know, so she basically lived her life having to... And, you know, it's quite fascinating because... I mean, she's a white American woman. And I guess from the times she was originally born, women weren't really given the privilege to do much. But when she would, like, skip town or go from place to place because people would notice that, like... I mean, it started with, like, people seeing that her and her daughter looked like sisters and her, her daughter aging more than her... And then, you know, people would think... I, I think then she went along the times of the Salem Witch Trials. So it probably wasn't the 1800s then. It was probably a lot farther back. I can't... I, I don't know. And, you know, there was a time as well in the US where, like, if you're peculiar in any way, they'll experiment on you as well. And, you know, they wanted to experiment. And she just kept running. And every, like, couple months or years, she would run away and move somewhere else. And, I mean, that's the whole thing. It's really, really interesting. And it has a good twist to it as well. But the movie um just kind of had me thinking of time and how or science i should say so i never really think of science or i never really think of things like this until i'm put in like a very informative position because i don't go about my way researching things like this i should be very honest so it was a very interesting thing for me to see something and i because I, I mean art imitates life right so most of these things can't just, like, come from the dark. I mean, I'm not delusional. And I have had my share of research where I've seen the most peculiar things and I've tried to understand where they come from. I mean, the same with the um, with the Nope movie, right? Which I think I talked about the last episode. I saw someone explain in a video how... Well, spoiler, but not really a spoiler, but, I mean, just a minor spoiler alert for, like, the ending... But at the ending of the Nope movie, where, again, spoiler the movie, just, like, fast forward, like, two minutes. But the ending of the Nope movie, where the quote-unquote UFO kind of grew into its true form, or it's evolved from the sort of looking form it was before, someone explained that the, um, what do you call them, the... The designer of, you know, that particular character in the movie took inspiration from angels. 
and how people would describe angels and how they saw angels when, you know, because I mean, the Bible, <laughs> we're getting religious here, but the Bible kind of talks about angels in a very, very descriptive manner that kind of makes me think I I, I see why Mary was such an haste to get the, to have the baby and she didn't like, because I, Every time I think of well, I've thought of angels anyway. Um, I used to think you know, I mean, wings. The, so the thing is, I've thought of angels. This is this is very conflicting because I've thought of angels as very very beautiful people. Well, not even people, very beautiful beings, sentient beings. Let's say, or you know, um, beautiful. I don't even know how to call what to call them. I've thought of angels as very beautiful. But then, looking at the descriptions in the Bible, it doesn't sound horrible or ugly. It sounds more magnificent in a way. But the scary part comes in because it's... I don't think it's a fear of, oh, this is so ugly, like a... I don't know, like a werewolf or something. Or like a rabbit dog. It's more of like, this is scary because, like, what is this? It's not this world kind of thing. You know what I mean? So, I've just been... In that headspace recently. And even, you know, moving forward, I watched this, I binged the show as well. I'm just giving you guys a lot of recommendations this week. But I binged the show on Netflix called The Sandman. And it's from um, the DC comics, right? And we, we all know who The Sandman is, you know, with sleep and everything. I never read the comics, but there was like a brief one one minute video I saw that kind of like, explain the character that you know you would need to know about and everything so i'm not even going to talk about the show as much but the show basically shows like different like iterations of like lucifer and you know the um seven deadly sins i think i don't, I don't know if it's the seven deadly sins but basically some things that like okay so for example there was a character called death who's um a sibling of the sandman and this is going to sound weird, but I've never, I have never in a million years thought I would approach death after watching that show in such a beautiful and accommodating way. So you see this character talk about how it's ironic and painful in the, in the same way how people go through their life, come to the world happy and excited, but then when they see her face, which is death, they become so scared and so, they look so horrified. But it's the cycle of life and there's still more to life than death. Isn't that just really, really funny? And she's explained as well, because that, that in the movie in the show was a was a um, was a woman. It was a woman. Death in the show is a woman. And she explained how she likes to you know, when it's someone's time, she likes to at least meet them with a warm smile or a warm welcome because they're going farther away from what they were living and the least you can do is you know be that warm and not be so cold and just like because I mean, you're being you're being torn away from your family you don't really have a chance to explain to your family because the way they showed it in the in the show it's like say for example someone's about to die and they are like at the, i don't know let's just say okay let's just say for example you're on a vacation with your family and someone's about to die if death, death approaches you and all the movie tickets or flight tickets on your phone and like the key card to the hotels on your phone and everything 
you don't have the opportunity to say, oh, it's on my phone. You kind of have to just leave. And I just found the whole thing really interesting and very intriguing because there are different ways that I or we've gone through life looking at things and imagining how things could be and how things are presented. But then when something else comes up, it just gives space to imagine or just to even think, could he be this or I mean I remember when I listened to this podcast that like talked about the um talked about Dante's Inferno and how this man walked through hell and saw like was it was it twelve or nine? I can't remember. But is it it's Dante's Inferno is a really, really it's really, really interesting. And I would I do want to say things get a lot more interesting and this is a no offense to anyone, obviously, but things get a lot more interesting and more intriguing to you when you are not locked in the cocoon of religion. So, the time I had listened to Dante's Inferno, which was like two years ago, I think, I was still, I want to say, honed in on the fact that I was a like devout Christian, which I am, but in diff- in a different way now, which I do need to get into. But I was so, you know, down in that fact for myself. I was like, yeah, this is who I am. This is what I'm doing. I don't need to listen to anything else to understand anything. I know what's going to happen at the end of the world. But then when you become more, for lack of a better word, let's just say woke, and you listen to other things and other, you know, reiterations, and you're still ground in what you believe in, it's just very amazing. So, in this show as well, there is someone who, you know, meets the Sandman, who apparently can grant wishes, I guess. This isn't really a spoiler, I guess. But someone who meets the Sandman and can grant wishes, and... This man lived for more than 600 years. And they had to keep meeting every 100 years, is it? To talk about if he wants to still live or if he wants to die. And every year, it would be a different story. He would say, you know, this year I invested in this thing. This year I invested in print. This year I... There was a year he came back and he suffered, but he said, no, there's a lot more to live for. And it got me to thinking, guys, would you want to live for more than 100 years? Would you want to live for more than, like, the the time you've been allotted on... It's a lot of the word. But would you want to live for more than the time you've been given on Earth? Because I keep thinking about how, even right now, I might not necessarily adore my life. I don't think I really, really appreciate how my life is now, but I do really appreciate the journey I want to say because of how I know things are probably going to end up. Well, I don't know how things are going to end up. Sorry, and I, I'm I'm going in circles now. I should probably end this episode, but I don't know how things are going to end up. But I think the journey is kind of interesting. That I'm really really curious to see where does my life really end? Because if I'm looking at my life from the outside, I mean, and I feel like most people, most people say this about themselves. I've obviously everyone can say whatever they want about themselves, but. I always imagine that if I was looking at my life through the lens of someone else, my life is very interesting. And it's not because I've gone... I haven't really gone through, like, the most horrific or terrible things. But I think most of the things I've gone through in life that have prompted decisions... uh, That have prompted decisions I've made about myself and have prompted the ways I think about myself and have prompted the actions that I take in 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 the future, the near future, it makes me wonder that where exactly are you going with this 
You know what I mean? If my life was a script, I keep thinking, how is this going to end? So I remember, I mean, trigger warning, but I remember when I, I, well, not, I mean, I've been suicidal more than once. The first time, obviously, it didn't happen. The second time, it didn't happen. I'm, I'm, I'm here. But I remember thinking, well, ah, this happens. We never really get to know what happens at the end of this this road. So, I mean, if, because it's, ah, oh, I, I don't want to be, because I'm, I'm, I'm a nerd for, like, things like this, like, loops like this, but say in a particular universe I was supposed to actually die and I killed myself, we would say that's where the story is ending. But me being suicidal and not committing suicide continues my story and it makes me think, what's supposed to happen? Because if this doesn't happen right now, it means there's more to my life, right? It means I'm, I wasn't supposed to, you know, slip my wrist or I wasn't supposed to fall on the stairs and crack my neck. So where exactly does this story end? And I think that's what makes me more intrigued to see what's going to happen. But for living 100 years plus, I don't know. But at the same time, it's because we don't really know what happens when we die. No one really knows. And I think I find that really ironic because when Death was talking this show as well, which I think, you know, them introducing Death in this show, The Sandman as well, was really very very interesting for me and how she kind of just described a lot of things but then i just kind of imagined i mean i'll put my myself in perspective but like i said before i lost my mom and i was just thinking to myself it's like i wonder if before my mom actually like passed not to get too personal i wonder if there was something you she saw or if there's something anyone would see that would comfort them or get them prepared for where they're going so what I mean is, if you're on your death, well, if someone's on the deathbed, is there like, I don't know, like a carriage that comes, or like a door that comes, or like a, because you know, the, I, I, you know, it's this is very fascinating, because I, I don't, I don't know if we're supposed to think this far, but is there something that comes to you that tells you, hey, okay, so it's time to go now, and unfortunately, you can't tell your family members that this is the end. They're just going to going to have to find you however you are and this is just unfortunate for people who are not even like in front of family when they do die you know what i mean so it's like i wonder if they're giving any you know like trip details like yeah so this is what we're going to what's going to happen and then you know it's time to go kind of thing and then the flip side flip side for people who aren't even prepared for death or who don't even have that kind of you know preempt meeting people who just happen to i don't know suddenly get hit or slip in the bathroom which is my big one of my biggest fears you know slipping in like slipping in the bathroom and not also is it sliding or slipping i don't know the right word to use but like falling in the bathroom and not having someone come to my aid because i just happen to live alone that's one of my biggest fears i won't lie to you guys but you know i'm i've just been thinking thinking about this for a while and just thinking of the great beyond I want to say and it's it's quite interesting it's quite interesting and then moving on as well there was um you know an episode or a couple episodes that talked about or showed Lucifer Morningstar who we all know is the fallen angel right and not to even get too mystical with this right because I've been seeing a lot on um coming to me lately about like Falling angels being like mermaids and like falling angels, you know, when they fell from heaven, they all dispersed and they became giants and they became mermaids and became trolls and became, you know, 
beasts and dinosaurs and stuff and i i I just find it really amusing because how do we really know there's something my dad always says it's like he says he doesn't believe the world started with the bible because (laughs) i think most people say this but he was like his biggest like arguments is like when god sent cain out of the garden of eden and banished him how did he procreate if there wasn't pre-existing um communities or nations or you know exit what's the word human life basically and that is i mean that is pretty interesting i do wonder i do think about that but i do think it would be very shallow to think that everything started with the bible because i mean unfortunately to say the bible people as much as i've said is a guide to help with spirituality and how you approach your faith in God. But I don't think the the Bible is necessarily a history lesson or it's like... Because, I mean, and it, it could be very misleading because the Bible does start by saying, in the beginning, you know, God said, let there be lights. That's, like, literally, like, the first page. So you would think, okay, this is where the world starts up until now. But there has to have been a lot before then. And, you know, so Lucifer Morningstar, who was one of God's favorite, just happened to start a rebellion and he was sent to hell and you know some um reiterations of him i've seen like you know him burnt up and looking you know scalded by flames or like hot water because you know he's burning and other ones he's still as beautiful as the bible would describe with his like wings and even the lucifer show as well on netflix talked about it in a different way and i just find it really really fascinating i don't know why i find these things fascinating right now but honestly, you guys should see me, like, after dark when I'm, like, in bed. I'm scrolling on, like, YouTube and I'm watching, like, conspiracy videos and everything. So this is, like, my thing. But just those reiterations. And it makes me wonder, do, do you guys believe in... I don't want to say the greater beyond, but do you guys believe in more things existing other than what we've been told happens? So... I've been seeing that, like, some scientists have been, like, recovering some um, bones that are too big to be dinosaur bones. And people are saying it's, like, you know, giants and stuff. And, like, this one man that was talking about how he he saw a mermaid. or No, he said he saw a merman. And was it, was it, what was it? He said, was it Jamaica? Someone said they saw, they see mermaids in Jamaica as well. And like, why can't we believe these things? Because I remember growing up, we had like different stories in school growing up, right? So, th- okay, those might be myths, but again, ultimate is life. They come from somewhere. So, why can't we believe that, yeah, maybe mummies do exist and they're on their own civilization? Because, again, the sea is not, they haven't explored half of it, right? And I remember someone telling me that, like, shouldn't we all wonder why the American government went to discover the ocean and the next thing before they could get to the bottom of the actual ocean? is they're looking for, um, you know, a habitable planet in space. It's like, what did they find there? Kind of thing. I do believe a lot of things exist. I remember at work, we were talking about, um, you know, aliens. I, ex- I, I believe the aliens exist because I just don't want to believe that we're the only existing um, life in the whole universe or the whole cosmos or, you know, however big th- it is. You know what I mean? And it just makes me think about how yeah, just maybe think about thinks about all of that, and I've just been, you know, I've just been thinking of how big everything can be and the scale of everything and the scale of life itself. It's really, it's just, yeah.
I don't know. It's it's something to think about. It's something to think about. But yeah, let's um <laughs> I went down a rabbit hole and I don't know how I started. I don't know how that started. So I do apologize. But I, I I've given you guys something to think about, right? I, I think I've given you guys something to think about. But let me just move on swiftly because I was watching a documentary and I just wanted to touch really quickly on how quote-unquote cool kids wasn't really a thing for me growing up in school. And I find that funny because I see now on television how, you know, the cool kids, again, are like the ones in like the varsity jackets going to like basketball and cheerleading and stuff. But I remember, I, I mean, I would have called myself a cool kid, you know, cool kid the way I grew up because I remember I was in the choir, debates, sports team, all of that, but I wasn't. I wouldn't really say I was. A, I was a cool kid, but again, we didn't really have that kind of thing. It's like everyone had their own thing in school, and it kind of the individuality kind of made everyone come together in some kind of way. It's really fascinating in that weird way. It's like some of you read mangas and animes all the time, and this other person's like full sports, but we could all come together in a. And we did this thing a lot in school where we just all come together in a circle at like dinner time just talk but i don't know why i just thought about it we didn't even have the the whole popular popular kid thing wasn't really a thing there were people who were i will say people who were placed in high regard maybe because they had money or they came from somewhere or people who knew their parents or they were just like you know known for something there were people like that but like the bullying of like oh you know you that no no we didn't really have that or we didn't really condone it anyway you know what I mean? But yeah, I don't know why I needed to bring that up. I think I just needed to boast that I was in all the clubs in school. <laughs> anyway, but um, yeah. Also, curious. Do you guys use... So how do you guys clean your bum? <laughs> okay, that's a very evasive question. So you don't have to answer that. Just skip past this part. I was just thinking about it, right? Because I was cleaning my bum the other day. And I use... So I use toilet paper and then water. Or water and then toilet paper. Or just water right but i like that the you know the security of knowing and i know someone who uses wipes and i was at his house a while ago and i used the wipes i'm like oh this makes sense so i mean what do you guys use to clean your bum do you use tissue wipes water or all three i, I don't know why i'm asking it's a very evasive question but i just wanted to know you know i, just, I, I was just curious to know <laughs> i'm just i'm so sorry guys i am really really sorry but yeah, I've gone on a ramble today and I have talked about a whole lot of shit that I have no business talking about. But I hope you all are well. And I hope everyone's doing fine. You know, uh, I, me not having my car, I'm not going to lie, guys, it's really upsetting to me because I really can't do much. I can't go to the gym. I'm, that's, that's the excuse I'm giving. I can't go to the gym because I don't have a car. Cause I can't. I'm not going to order an Uber to the car. That's for that's for one, and I can't run there. It's not that close. So stuck at home, and it just makes me realize I don't really do much anyway. So that's another thing. But yeah, that's just what's been going on. I've gone on a deep dive today. I should have stopped when I really needed to stop. I should have stopped like the the tenth minute of this episode to talk about something else. But. It, it, it's what it is okay it's what it is if you enjoyed this episode please rate wherever you're listening this podcast is available on all platforms 
rate, follow, share if you want. I mean, it's up to you. And please, if you haven't listened to my other episodes and this is like your first time listening, I promise I don't ramble all the time. So listen to my other episodes and just like go back and have a binge and have a good time. Okay. But thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. This is 3D Therapy and I've been your host, Tammy Dare.